Welcome to More Than a Brand Podcast, where we show you how to take your brand from basic to badass. I'm your host, Lindsay Tramell Jones, the WordPress whisperer, the Olivia Pope of web design, and the owner of Fiercified Creative and Consulting. I invite you to sit back, grab your favorite glass of wine, and your note takers, because I'm dropping jewels all season long. Thanks for listening. Hello, 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 and welcome to episode six of More Than a Brand podcast. Y'all, this past week or so, I've actually had time to sit down and watch some meaningless TV, connect with some people, expand a little bit. I've just really been enjoying myself this week. But while I've been enjoying myself and hanging out with some coworkers, while we were having that water cooler talk, and I really don't like that term because nobody has a water cooler anymore. But anyway, while we were just hanging out, chit-chatting, talking about what we've been watching, one of my closest work friends, her um, partner is currently, well, had been watching the Murdoch trials. And <laughs> not only is she watching the trials, she's watching the documentary. She she solved the case, okay, y'all? <laughs> But then there's another coworker who he comes in and he's telling us about the show he's been watching on Netflix and it's called Too Hot to Handle, y'all. So he was going on and on about the show and this pot of money and how it was so much money if they follow the rules of the house. But every time they broke the rules of the house, some of that money got subtracted. So yesterday, me and my husband... I was like, let's check this show out. Let's check out Too Hot to Handle. Now, y'all, I started at uh, season four, so don't ask me about it. First of all, I didn't know it was that many seasons, so don't ask me about any seasons prior. But we started at season four, you know, just to try it out. It's reality TV. Most of the time in reality TV, you don't have to watch all the seasons to know what's going on. So I got on season four, and the premise of this show is you bring in these people that are sexaholics, and they're put into this house. And anytime they do a sexual act, some money gets subtracted from the pot of money that is the prize. So in this season, and I don't know if it's all the seasons are the same. And I've only seen like three episodes. But in this season that I was watching, $200,000 was the prize money. Now to get people on this show, they... Got put on the show basically under false pretenses. So they thought they were going on a show called Wild Love. And from what I gathered from watching the episodes, they thought they were going on the show that was going to do some stuff to fall in love with somebody else. They didn't know that they were coming on this show because they're sexaholics or more promiscuous than society would like them to be. And to be challenged to not do anything sexual. They didn't know that. But anyway, so they got, I want to say is 10 of them. Five males, five females. And so they're meeting with, they have Mario Lopez there. He's like, we're doing the show. Thank you for joining Wild Love. This, that, and the third. They're all excited. And then he drops the bomb that this really ain't what the show is about. It is about not having sex, not doing sexual acts, not being intimate. So needless to say, the 10 contestants, 
they were not prepared. Because in their mind, they were already talking about who they're going to hook up with, who they're most attracted to. So they had already prepared themselves to be able to do whatever they want to do, like they were out in the streets doing whatever, sleeping with whoever, kissing whoever. It is what it is. That's what their mind was prepared for. They were not prepared to show restraint when it comes to things that they do all the time. One of them said, I haven't had sex in two weeks. It's been so long. I didn't prepare for this. I should have did it before I got on a plane. So that person wasn't prepared physically. Okay, so the first night, every time someone kisses someone, you get some money deducted. So on the first night, it was three couples. I'll just call them couples, even though they just met. It was three sets of people. I'll do that. Three sets of people who kissed. Each kiss was $3,000. 3000 times three, $9,000. So in the first night, first 24 hours, $9,000 was deducted from the $200,000 that they could have won. And I promise you, I'm getting to the point with this. So the first one is kind of like a freebie. You don't know what you don't know. They didn't know how much they was going to be charged, but they did know the rules of the game. So the Lana, who is, Lana is like an Alexa, a Siri. She's an artificial intelligence. She's everywhere around the villa that they're living in. And Lana was like, look, y'all been messing. Y'all, it's 24 hours. Y'all already lost $9,000. Now the stakes are higher. We are doubling the fines on everything that y'all do that's sexual. So that $3,000 kiss y'all had today, tomorrow it's going to be 6000 So mind your manners. And there was this one guy on there, I think his name is James, and he he's focused. Once he found out it was money involved, James is not trying to do anything up to the point that I've seen. He's not trying to do anything to jeopardize the money. So he's like, look, I am nominating myself as the sex police. I am making sure y'all are not doing anything to lose any extra money. So all through that night, James was roaming around, (laughs) doing rounds, trying to make sure people stayed out of trouble. And he did his due diligence. However, people gone people. And there was one set of people, a couple, who ended up causing the group $18,000. And the other set of people cost the group $6,000 because they kissed. But at that point, y'all already knew what the stakes were. You already had been warned with the first day. And now on the second day, you already knew what the stakes were. So they made a conscious decision to just do whatever they wanted to do, even though they had the information they needed. Hey, if you are enjoying our show, please hit that subscribe button or hop on over to LinkedIn and follow me at Lindsay Tramell Jones, Brand Identity Designer. That's where I share tips, more insight on branding, and why it's so important as a DEI organization to ensure that your brand is up to par. Okay, that's it. Enjoy the rest of the episode. And I say all this because when you're dealing with WordPress, a lot of times people don't know what they're getting into. They're like the people on this show too hot to handle. 
Originally, they're thinking they're getting into something called wild love. Originally, you think you're getting into WordPress and it's going to be similar to, let's say, a Squarespace or a Kajabi. And even though there are some slight similarities, there are quite a few differences and people are not prepared for it because, one, mentally they wasn't there, just like the people in the show. Mentally, they were going to be able to do what they wanted to do, but they didn't have the knowledge to know that certain things is going to cost them. Same with WordPress. I'll use Kajabi because a lot of my clients are like, I want to go from Kajabi to WordPress. And then I've heard people do vice versa, go from WordPress to Kajabi. But the thing is, the two, although you can compare them, they don't serve the same function. So in one of the prior episodes, I told you that WordPress has been around since, I want to say, 2003. They've been here for a hot minute. But WordPress was created to be a CMS, meaning a client management system, whereas Kajabi is more of a learning management system. So the primary purpose of Kajabi is to sell courses, learning stuff, resources for your course. Yes, it does have the capability to give you a landing page or a website that's related to those courses. However, it does not have all of the capabilities of WordPress because that's just not its core function. And vice versa. WordPress is meant to be that client management, creating that user experience on your website so that they can navigate through your website and access the things that they need to access, it does have the capability with an additional add-on or plugin, it's what WordPress calls them, to integrate that learning management system. So when you're getting into WordPress, you have to mentally prepare yourself because it's not going to do exactly what you need it to do if you don't understand what tools you need, if you don't understand the rules of WordPress. Another thing that people forget or when they're jumping into WordPress is that they forget that WordPress has several different options when it comes to hosting. Whereas if you choose something like Squarespace, Kajabi, even ShowIt, the hosting belongs to ShowIt only. It belongs to Wix only, to Squarespace, to Kajabi. That There's only one place to host Kajabi, one place to host ShowIt, Wix, whatever website design platform that you decide to use. But when it comes to WordPress, there's so many options when it comes to who and what platform you can host it on. Now, there's a few that I prefer. I'm not a fan of Bluehost. I know it's been with WordPress since 1999, taking over for the 2000s. But Bluehost has a lot of issues that I find does not help my clients in the long run. It's more of a hindrance. Now, there are some. I personally love Flywheel. I also like Kinsta. But there's some hosting. You have to do your research or ask a designer or a developer Which hosting sites do they prefer and why? Some of them give you a backup and some of them don't. And I know I'm not trying to drag Bluehost, but in their documents, it says that 
although they do periodic backups, they recommend you integrate a plugin that will back up your site for you also. So don't solely depend on them, even though they're your hosting. That's a little nuance. You have to do research or ask someone that knows to help you make a decision when it comes to jumping into WordPress. You don't want to walk into WordPress like these people on Too Hot to Handle. Throwing away money, $3,000 kisses, because you didn't understand the nuances and what needs to happen to be able to achieve the goal of your website. Another piece about WordPress that when you're getting into it, I highly recommend you set aside a time either you, your VA, your CTO, someone to go in and update those plugins. Updating plugins are just like updating apps on your phone. I know you've heard me say it a million times. Think about your iPhone. When a new iOS comes out, and I know some people is like, I'm holding out. I don't know why people want to hold out. What you holding out for? But people will hold out on the update. When you hold out on the update, the phone starts acting funny and be slowing down. Things just be freezing up. You don't know what's going on. It's because you held out on the update and that update was fixing those bugs that they knew that was happening in your cell phone. With WordPress, if those plugins don't get updated or if you don't set aside the time or hire someone to update the plugins for you, your website will act just like that phone. You'll be running into issues and you won't even understand why. Those are just a few of the things that you need to think about when you're getting into WordPress. I love WordPress, but I want you to make sure you have a clear understanding before you jump onto the WordPress boat. Jump into wild love thinking it's one thing and it's really not. As always, you can slide in my DMs or ask me any questions if you have any. And I look forward to checking y'all out in episode seven. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Remember, hit that subscribe button so you can stay up to date with the new upcoming episodes. And if you want to, find us on social media at fiercified.agency on Instagram or find us on Facebook at Fiercified Creative and Consultant. Send me a DM. Let me know what you think. I would love to hear your input.